Well, I wanted to say something. Oh, Lord. It's us, genuine and unprepared. Hello. I peed and I got pee on my pants. What? It's um, it's us, hey. mom and dad podcast. Hi, I'm. I hurt my back. She's splayed out. No, I'm. I'm just laying on the floor on my back because I hurt my lower back today when I'm I was sitting on the here. couch. Yikes. <laughs> and I got up and then it just started hurting really bad. Agile. Hmm? Well, thanks again for tuning in. That's all we have. No, Good we night. are um, trying to force this thing in here on a Tuesday night. And it's going pretty good so far. It's been exactly one minute. How do you feel about it? <laughs> it's the best episode we've ever done. Okay. Uh, and what are we doing today? What are we doing on this fine evening um we can answer some questions we put up one of those little question things on our instagram page uh, and some people did ask some questions some people did ask some it's a rapid fire questions (laughs) episode and okay ready wait a minute now let's catch up how was our week how was your week how was my week i guess i'll answer for myself it was we have to update everybody did we talk about it on here? I was trying to segue that uh, smoothly, but let's just... Well, yes, we sorry. did. We did mention it on the last one that we were going to be doing a... Clean out. A, a garage clean out, if, uh, um, as you were, as it doth As hence. I was. <laughs> and why don't you tell them about that? Uh, we rented a massive um, dumpster and cleaned out, dumpster. Our, <laughs> cleaned out all of our crap. Uh, we decided to do it on the hottest weekend of the year. An absolute wagon. And uh, it took us all day, and it was terrible. But afterwards, it was great. We took the kids up the street to... Uh, My parents. Yep, their grandparents. And luckily, we had them to watch them. So What are you saying? Just saying, thanks for watching the kids. <laughs> we can get this done. It was hard. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think we'd fill up this bin. We filled up. We definitely did. Basically all of it. Mm-hmm. A yeah. lot of old furniture. It's a 23 foot bin. Okay. Just that's a lot of crap. That's a lot. Well, of just trash. imagine like we brought to this house like eight years ago, six years ago. Split the difference. Seven years ago. Right I don't know now. if you could eight hear two ago. kids screaming in the background. They'll be fine. Uh, and we brought old furniture with us. The house was already furnished halfway, and when we got here, we kind of like bought new furniture, but we just put all the old stuff in the garage. Anyway, stuff has been piling up. We've had furniture that for over 10 years that has been falling apart, so we just decided to clean everything out. Yep. And, Plus, uh, there's a lot of cardboard boxes because when I receive product, I just throw it in the garage and I forget about it. I break them down and stack them, and then that, that does you. not get appreciated and it gets messy i say thank you well so that's that although in in the cleanup as i was cleaning out like one of the high corners oh, a key God. fell oh i thought from like a hideaway area that was outside we'll get to the rat <laughs> you buried the lead i buried the lead a key fell to the ground 
And there was a split second there where I thought we might be embarking on our own national treasure adventure there for a minute. And then, no, it just unlocked a, a master cupboard. lock. So that was not exciting. We got it finished. We're better off for it. The garage looks great. It really does. I set up my drums. I'm Update. I'm bad at them now. I think the only reason we did this was for your stupid drums. Well, it backfired because now I'm really upset <laughs> at how poor I am at playing the drums now. But well, whatever. Maybe I'll practice them one day. Any hue. Any hue. We had some about. crap. Hold on. You didn't talk about the rat. We had some crap outside that was also piling up by our trash bins okay. out there. And you said you went to move something and you saw a dead rat. Yes, but let me clarify. We're not, it wasn't we're so not bad. terribly messy, okay? This just happened. It wasn't I don't know. so bad that rats were accumulating back there. No. On the other side of the backyard is like this. It's kind of like we're three. Us, a side neighbor, and a neighbor behind us, our fences all kind of converge. And there's a ton of huge bushes all in that whole area yeah. where there's rats in there sometimes. Well. They love bushes. I wasn't having it. Um, so we put out some traps and some poison. Harsh, but they got to go. Hey, so that's why they died there. during the day running along the um, wall. Our kids go out there. I'm worried that they the kids would be like, oh. Let me pet this because Olive did see one before and was like, a squirrel. <laughs> and <laughs> don't that, go petting squirrels either. Yeah. Don't go petting anything. It's like very that. adventures in babysitting scenario. Yes. Where, uh, anyway, she can't see because her glasses are broke. It's a possum. She thinks it's a cat. Next. Anyway, um, so that's why the rat was dead. It wasn't because we are so filthy that we just have dead rats lying around. <laughs> this was just... There wasn't any dead rats in the garage, okay? So it wasn't that bad. No. Next. What else happened this week? Um, you said you wanted to talk about something? Yeah, I've got an issue with the public restroom system right now. I know, you tell me about it every day. Yeah, um, if, if you're on the road a lot like I am, you rely on public restrooms to do your... Shit and piss. <laughs> but... Exactly. <laughs> um, and gas stations are still open... Fast food places are still open. These are the one. These are the go-tos. And you're trying to... Um, these are the go-poos. Yes. And <laughs> most of them have their bathrooms closed for, until further notice. And I'm just thinking, how this is, is it okay to... This is the slowest you've ever <laughs> talked. How is it okay to go into the, the facility and touch everything on the shelves, walk around, blah, 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 but I can't touch the bathroom? The one room in the whole place that's clean with bleach once a day, I hopefully. Look, this is why none of this truly makes sense. What's that? This is why none of this makes sense. Is because you can do this, but you can't do that. You can do this, but you can't do that. And the, the can't do's are make no sense. Like what yes, you just I said. Yes, I can go in. I can grab anything in the store. I can touch any surface, but I can't go in the bathroom. And it's because so... of COVID, which... Don't let anyone in at all then because you're supposed to be cleaning that that thing every day with high power chemicals. So what's the harm? That should be the cleanest room in the building. So where have you been going to the bathroom? Well, I'm losing like 30, 40 minutes 
a day driving around looking for restrooms. Where do you end up going? I know where you have gone. Some of them are still open, so you'll go to three or four different gas stations. Like the other day, I went into, I went to uh, a, an AMPM negative, a Chevron negative, a Wendy's no, a Jack in the Box no, and then I drove up the freeway a few miles, got out at another Arco, and their bathroom was open. Hmm. But it had a closed sign on it. Oh. So I just. Maybe this is my own fault. I just said, the bathrooms are closed. And he said, no, you can go in. Maybe they're hoping that people will see that and won't go, you know? Maybe they only have like one or two people a day asking them if it's open. They're like, okay. Right. It's a deterrent. Where else do you go when you can't? I'm holding it. No. Oh, yeah. I've been pissing in some bottles. (laughs) He's been texting me pictures of (laughs) bottles that he's pissed in. The key is you buy the really big one. The really big bottle of water. Yes, you Mm -hmm. chug it, and then an hour later, you urinate in that bottle. And then you drink it again. That's what you do. You gotta stay dehydrated. Always. Okay, so like we said, this is gonna be a rapid fire questions (laughs) from the audience episode. Rapid fire. Bear with us. Do you have the questions, or do you want me to I don't have the questions. Okay, well, here you go. Are we saying names or... No, let's just do questions. No, you don't have to say names. Okay. How are we in emergency situations? Go. <laughs> um, Knock on wood, we haven't really been in an emergency situation, really. Like. Okay, but how do you think you'd be? Bad. Terrible. I think I would be very panicky and be like screaming. <laughs> in like a natural disaster situation? Is that what we're thinking about? Yeah, let's just, we're in California, um, which is known for earthquakes, so I don't even want to talk about earthquakes because they terrify me, Um, and and we have been in earthquakes before, but they've never been uh, too crazy, but I get very, like, anxious and panicky, and how about you? Yeah, I I think I actually would be great in a, like, natural disaster situation. Well, we've had, um, like you said, the multiple earthquakes, and mm-hmm. I don't move, and it's def- it's not a tough guy thing because at all. Because nothing just... worries you, and it drives me insane. No, it's just it's just being um, practical and thinking. Well, okay, this I can feel that this is a mild earthquake, so nothing's going to come of this. Let's just remain calm, so our kids don't freak out. <laughs> and all I and I'm like, we're gonna die. Yes, and I'm like, you can feel that this is not really anything, though. Because right? the thing with earthquakes is, you don't know. It could start off as nothing, something small, and then it could turn into a rage. As long as it's not like a, a person-to-person confrontation, which I've beaten to the ground on p- past episodes. In those situations, I will freeze up. But if it's anything else, I'll handle calmly and logically and I don't think you would. There's so many times where there is an earthquake and you're just sitting there. And I'm like, we got to check on the kids. Or like, I'll hear a noise and I'll say, can you go check that? And you fucking do not. Yes, because I know what I know it's nothing. It could be a murderer and I could have Well, died. that's how you know that I would handle it calmly and properly because i'm not overreacting not proper i'm not going to overreact to something small hey if you hear a noise and it's in the middle of the night you check if you um keep your composure 
you'll find that these things aren't worth getting upset about. You just don't want to wake up and get up. Well, the thing in the middle of the night is definitely that's the situation. It's like, okay, like I could get murdered in the next two minutes, but I also, if it's nothing, then I will have woken up for no reason. I'll take my chances with getting a little bit more sleep. And then I'll, I'll be the one that's getting murdered. Whatever. And then you'll find that I planned the whole thing. <laughs> You're the murderer. Twist. Yes. It was a great twist. Um, Next question. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Next question. Um, so to wrap that up, me, bad, him, good. This is funny. Somebody said, Team Edward or Team Jacob? And we were talking about Twilight, like, oh, this is recently. Great. Because we've been watching, randomly, we watched the Divergent First, you got to answer. Let's answer the question and say why. And then, um, then we can talk about that. Because okay, I have that in my Edward notes to talk Jacob. about. I don't like either of them, to be honest. But if I had to pick... It'd be Team <sighs> Jacob's grandpa, the guy in the wheelchair. <laughs> that guy's cool as hell. I think it would be... Um, At the time, who were you? When you read the books and when you were watching the movie? I had no like connection. I don't know. I, I'm really weird. You were Team Bella. It was all about girl power. I... I don't like this person. I know. I'm sorry. That's why I made that joke. <laughs> you heard my it here. Face. Not a supporter of Kristen Stewart. I'm sorry. I just, I'm not a fan. Um, I just don't, I'm not into the whole like angsty thing for the entire time. The entire time she's been an actress, it's been the same thing basically for me. You're saying not opinion. much range. That's know. true, though. Every character is the same. And then in interviews, when she's not supposed to be in character, you realize, oh, that's how she is all the time. So she's not even in character. She's just being herself on screen and getting Whatever. paid. She's getting paid. She's making her money. She doesn't care what I think. Um, I'm not sure. But also, okay, so go into. Well, I wanted to say something. Oh, Lord. So. Okay, the reason why we were thinking about Twilight the other day is because we started randomly watching the Divergent movies with, what's her name? Shailene Woodley. Yes. By the way, if you... They're free on IMBD. IMDB. Whatever. <laughs> hate you, Mr. International I know Movie everything Database. About film. That's not about I'm film. That's the name of a website. I'm a film guy. I'm not a film guy. It's international. I'm an elitist film person, and I. I'm certainly not an a... elitist film person. <laughs> okay, if you whatever. saw the movies that I prefer, it's definitely <laughs> Anyways, not elitist. It was free, and so I decided I'm going to start watching these movies. And we've seen them before. We've seen the first and second one. We haven't seen the third one. Blah bitty blah. Listen, they were entertaining. They were. I never read the books. I thought you did. I did. Okay, so how'd they hold up? I don't know. I don't remember. Great. <laughs> the I'm always I I always like the book more than the movies. That happens. Usually because it's what you engaged with first, but also because they can go into more detail. Right. They're just more descriptive. Okay, and then after this um, divergent series, we started. We are starting to watch um, The Hunger Games. That's right. Because that is also free on Tubi. Tubi, Tubi. Uh, yes. Uh, if you have Fire Stick or anything, any yeah. kind of like smart mm-hmm. cast TV, whatever, if you find the Tubi, T-U-B-I yeah. app, it's a free app, and there's a lot of movies on there. There's a lot of like TV stuff, and there's a lot of movies. There's a lot of movies I was... A, 
surprised we're on there. Um, and it's free. There's commercials in them, but I just hit mute. Yeah. And catch up on I mean, my Instagram it's free. feed. You can get over for three the, minutes the and ad. then pop right back in. So we're watching that, and then after this, we're gonna watch Twilight, even though it's terrible. Are we? I don't know. It's there. It's free. It's on Tubi. I guess you're right. Actually, no. That one's a on little IMBD. palate cleanser. I am. I am BD. I am DB. DB God. stands for database. It's just easier for me to say it the other way. You also say DYI, which is harder to say. <laughs> Do yourself it. <laughs> it's just easier for me to say it. That you guys like this? Way. I DYI'd it. I did. I did yourself it. it. <laughs> That joke but you know play. what I'm talking about. Yeah, and you know what I mean when I say DIY. Oh, DIY. And, okay, so this person. So Team Edward, us, Team yes. Jacob. Would you rather be a vampire or a or a werewolf? I think then? I'd rather be the vampire. I guess. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I think so too. Although, if you think They're about really the movie too pale. much, it's like okay, so this dude's like 200 years old, but he like could be doing anything with his life and he chooses to just go back to high school over and over again and hook up with <laughs> high school girls it's very bizarre what are we doing with our life here buddy i know maybe the werewolf i don't know really they both sound terrible to be honest i don't want to live for a thousand years and i, I don't, don't want to smell like a dog all the time I don't smell like a dog no basically the werewolf thing is like it's not cool except knowing that you're a werewolf the vampire thing would be cool, but then like the, the blood shit thing, is like, Bleh. you know what they do? They, um, what's it called? Turn into werewolves. Fuck off. No. When they see like the one that they're going to be with or whatever, they, they fill in the blank. They zing. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen Hotel okay, Transylvania. Basically, yes. You, I'm sure somebody knows what I'm talking about, but for lack of the word that is actually called, it's zing. Yeah, they like they like connect with them and then and he does that to a baby. Jacob, yes. Well, spoiler alert. Sorry if you guys haven't seen this movie, but um, he does it to a baby. He Which zings will, with the baby. Right, but it's what's like when she grows to be an adult. That's who I'll be with, and that's very, also like hmm, what are we doing here? Anyways, um, so what team would you be on? Mm, gun to my head. Pull the trigger. trigger. <laughs> no, I guess vampire. Really? You'd like being that pale? I feel like you'd complain about that every I day. Just, I just wouldn't go out, but I would learn everything, and then I would travel everywhere, and I would... Uh, and you would watch all the movies and go to all of <laughs> the elitist exactly Sundance right. film festivals. I would watch all the movies, and I would... <laughs> I would uh, critique them all with my sure little lack would. of knowledge i'm sure you would and this person also asked but for same real, person yes but cool. for real i've been loving the chit chat style does justin have music up anywhere <laughs> well you be one of few who are still liking the chit chat style because the <laughs> listener number keeps going down every week and i think that means we need to switch back to tuesdays i'm not sure oh. please let us know if it's more convenient I guess if you're not listening anymore, how could you know I'm asking this question? Well, whatever. Maybe we'll help put that out there, too. Anyway, it doesn't matter. For the people who are listening, that's all that matters. So what was the question? Do I have music up? Yeah. No, I do not. You used to. Well, the problem with that was I would record the stuff that I like that I wrote, yes, but I didn't do it properly or like with good quality gear or, or 
it was all like I'm using these like half toy keyboards and crappy out of tune guitars just so I don't forget the idea. Blah blah blah. And I did put those up like a decade ago, and yeah. you could probably I could probably still figure out where they are, but I'm not proud of them as far as like the quality. I like the I like what I wrote. He's very anal with all that stuff too. So, but I. That was like a temporary placeholder. Like I recorded them with shitty equipment, yada, yada. With every intention to do them right with real instruments later. And it just never came to pass because doing something like that requires collaboration. And the longer I put it off, the more responsibilities I took on. And it just never. So one day. So do you have music up anywhere? I do not. You do not. I guess I could try to play a clip of something right here. Okay. Um, Next question. Most embarrassing moment. Oh, I might need to get back to you with this. I don't know where to begin. Uh, I have a feeling that it would be really long. What about you? For you. What about you? Honestly, no, I don't really have any. I don't know if I really get embarrassed. Don't look because at I'm me. I don't know. I'm acting like an idiot. Well, I'm thinking like, has anything embarrassed You're not always acting you? like an idiot. You're acting like I'm an idiot. I'm really trying to think. I don't, I can't um, recall. Uh, oh, I guess like a couple years ago. So the way our front door works is we have some windows like at the very top. So if you came to the front door and you were a tall person, you could see inside. Go um, on. Yes, and I was like, what was I doing? I wasn't wearing any pants or something. Okay. Pants or... That sounds and, um, like par for the course. Sure. That's every day. And uh, it, it was like a FedEx guy that came to the door and was like, looked in the window and then was like knocking on the door and he for sure saw. And I guess that was embarrassing. It was because I wasn't wearing underwear as well. Wow. Well... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just... sitting on the couch that faced the door. Okay. I cleaned the couch, so it's fine. I peed my pants once in fifth grade, and I didn't tell anybody. And I left a puddle in the seat. I guess I was kind of embarrassed about that. I guess anybody would. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I For some reason, I, I can't think of a single story. And I have been humiliated multiple times in public. That just sounds sad. That doesn't sound like a funny embarrassing. I can only think of one thing which wasn't even that embarrassing, but okay. it's kind of a decent story because I got my revenge. So the first day of I think sophomore year, junior year maybe, in this there was this area underneath these trees where a lot of people sat and ate lunch and I didn't really know where to go. I only had one friend in high school, so we kind of just floated to wherever we thought we could fit in mm-hmm. and we would always go over here because it was there was enough space there for like Anybody who's a loner could go sit over there and not feel weird. Anyway, we went over there. First day of school, there were some other guys sitting with us, too, who my friend was closer with than me. I didn't really know them well. Anywho, lunch is going on. Everybody's having a good time, apparently. Not me. Wait, I think I've heard this before. Well, yeah, I'm married to you. No, no, I'm sorry. I think you've told it on here? No. I don't think so. Okay. 
Anyway, uh, mid-conversation, bird poops on my shirt. Oh. Mm-hmm. And everyone starts laughing, including these two guys I don't know very well. <laughs> and then after the bird shit on me, they proceed to, to shit on me <laughs> for the <laughs> remainder of the, of the lunch. And it wasn't even like terrible. Mm. It wasn't like on my head or my face. It was just like on my shoulder. Next day, we go and sit right there. Same place. The guy who was ragging on me the most, oh, a bird shit on his head. Oh, good. And it felt great. I thought you were going to say they they called you like bird shit for the rest of the year or something. I, I don't know. I don't really have any bar- embarrassing have stories like that. I have a lot that I just didn't, I didn't see that question, so I did not prepare You told me it. not to tell you if anything. I, if I think of it, I'll bring it up next week. Okay. Next question. Um, when frustrated with kids slash family, what do you do in the exact moment? Terrible twos over here. Well, it depends on how, it depends on what happened and like how how, um, much it's been building throughout the day for me. So with the kids, our whole thing is just trying to tell them to be calm because a lot of times they'll just be like screaming and amped up with each other. Yeah. And the main thing is just like stay calm, but um if they're having fun it's not a problem. No, no, no. I meant like if they're fighting with each yeah. other or screaming or you know acting acting a fool. Acting a fool, no, just super frustrated or whatever. Just we just try to tell them to stay calm. I think I'm the same way I back to the uh emergency yeah, natural you are disaster the more, question. Yeah. No, it seems like and if I'm going to pat myself on the back a little, sorry, that I can, I always keep a cool head and I'm always, no matter how crazy it's getting, but no matter the, how upset I might be about it, I'm always calm and communicative and like being able to bring them down. But and, the problem with that sometimes is, is you don't do anything. Yeah. Hear me out. I don't mean it in a bad way. Sometimes I fly off the rails, which is bad. And sometimes you don't do anything, which is bad. And and I think we try to like even even that out. Mm-hmm. So tr- if you will bring it back down if it gets too heated. And if it's nothing is happening and, and there's still um, not being calm, I'll try to tell you to like tell them to be yeah. calm or whatever. Well, or yes, because my hope is that like... I don't want to jump on them every time they make a noise or they kind of bicker or fight because that's just what siblings do. So like if you kind of let that play itself out, hopefully it'll be over and you won't need to be micromanaging them every Still going. time <laughs> there's a little conflict or whatever. Like yeah. I, I, I like them to be able to learn how to work it out and communicate. And if they're not, then I'll get in there and I will communicate to them. And no matter how bad it is, I always like to talk to them through and explain to them like this is the better way to handle this and never get angry or show anger like that but so i'll just talk to them a lot at length surprise surprise but we do sometimes and and we do that and then then maybe it happens again two minutes later and then you have to do it again reiterate like we just talked about this now and just be very calm and soothing and uh you know at at the the age of two it's kind of hard to do that yeah, but they, right now the age that our kids are at now is always like no matter what try to be calm and seem like you're not mad and that you're trying to help them and that you're almost proud of them from listening and trying to understand and then 
there are some times where they just do it over and over and over, and then you're like, you scream. That's enough. You know, like, no more whatever it is you think you're doing for the rest of the day. So, and then um, for, uh, with our kids, a lot of times, mainly with Olive, um, she she will get very angry very quickly, um, and you kind of have to ignore that because she's looking for some sort of attention for like negative behavior that she's giving. So if we were to give any sort of attention to her freaking out or screaming or yelling, then that would only um, give her reinforcement to keep doing it. And this is something that we have learned over the years in therapy and stuff. So the more that we ignore that behavior, she, she calms down naturally on her own and just kind of like resets. And then we'll, want to um relax and and be calm and stuff but sometimes it's like an all-day thing and it's very draining (laughs) yeah and with them because of their diagnosis and everything like it's different with them sometimes where a meltdown is not for them you know it's not really a disciplinary problem it's not it's hard because like if for a typical child and you saw them acting way, you would say oh well they need to be disciplined or they need, yeah. they're being a brat or they're being, um, they just have a lack of discipline and they need to be punished somehow. But with our kids, sometimes it's not that. Sometimes it's a, it's like a overstimulation. It's a sensory thing and it, it's a meltdown, which is not a disciplinary problem. Um, it doesn't, and if, I guess it's hard because which is why people we don't know their, their situation. Right. So it's weird because it's like, ugh, if anyone sees this, they're going to assume bad parenting or lack of discipline. But it's like, no, this is a result of being overly stimulated. And yeah, it's just the body's way of purging, I guess. Or it's just common with kids and people with autism. It's not a tantrum or they're not throwing a fit. Not all of throws fits and tantrums all the time. But then there are some times where it's like, this is her body, like not really her being bratty. And she's bratty a lot. Yes. So it's mm-hmm. hard to determine like, okay, this with Blake, it's, it's never really tantrums. It's always no, it's, a meltdown thing. Yeah, and, you and it's can't, usually like she's really upset. Yes. So it can't be disciplinary at all. Right. It has to be like, okay, we're here. We're calm. We're with you. Don't be nervous. You're, you have our support. And, and I guess I try to treat every situation that way, even when they are being, because when you meet, anger or frustration with anger and frustration that's the the language they learn to speak you know like they learn that that's how i communicate so if i want something i need to show anger or i need to show and that's why we say sometimes we ignore her outbursts and tantrums because even with a typical kid like your first reaction would be like oh that's it you're done with this or you're grounded or however you choose to discipline your kids i guess but sometimes it just even if they don't want it to, like that sets a trend or it creates a, a habit of, well, this is how I communicate with my parents now and vice versa with your kids. So everything is the only time you get a conversation in is if you're fighting. You'll see that I'm yeah. thinking when they're older, when they're teenagers or even adults, like I've seen it in our lives with our parents, like sometimes conversation only gets had after a fight it's like well we had to fight in order to like get this you're just talking about me 
<laughs> well, yeah, because I don't really talk to my parents. But I've seen it like, well, you guys could have just had that conversation. But communication is always like frustration and anger. Yeah. And that's not to single you out. That's most people. Thank you. And then some people are so passive that the only way they know how to communicate is to constantly be joking. You know, it's like, oh, I, I want to say what I have to say, but I have to mask it in humor. So I just try to keep like, this is a safe space always. You don't have to be worried or afraid of anything you have to say. No feelings are off limits. You can express that to us and you're not in trouble. For You can be mad at us. You can tell us you're mad at us. We are here to help you, but we're not like in control of you. And we don't tell you what to do. We tell you how to do something the best way. I might be getting off track now. You are. Thank you. <laughs> so it's hard, but I think the main thing is to always kind of pull like a step back and realize that like you're, you might be imprinting somewhere. That's the word imprinting. Oh yeah. Imprint. Hey, yeah. we're werewolves. We're, I guess we're team <laughs> werewolf way. person. Um, that you're setting like groundwork for how you guys are going to communicate. So always Instead of being frustrated about this thing that they're doing right now, always see it as, well, here's a teaching moment or a moment to show them that they're loved even though they're doing something the wrong way. Yeah, I try to really tell Blake, like, you're not in trouble because all of it's still not really great with, like, communicating. So um, it's hard for her to kind of talk about her feelings and even explain things to her because she still doesn't really understand yet that way but with Blake um she she knows so I really try to tell her like you're not in trouble you can tell me if there's anything wrong or if you're frustrated or if you're angry or sad or embarrassed or anything just you know talk to me I want you to be able to feel comfortable telling me you know whatever it is and you're not going to get in trouble Right. I think we probably circled a decent answer there. Sure, a few back. sure, sure, sure. Okay. Um, here's another one. More about your anxiety and what you both do to cope with it. Um, honestly, I haven't really been feeling it that much lately. Um, I don't know why. I, th- I felt it a lot during the beginning of this whole thing back in like March, April, May. June, July. (laughs) (laughs) If I do feel anxiety coming on, I don't know. I I don't, I, I guess I try to like talk myself down from it um, or keep myself busy. I usually just have to like wait and see if it like passes. Um, I haven't really driven yet besides... Oh, you had that procedure done That's that right. we talked about too. So he had some stuff done at the hospital and I had to drive him home. And that was the first time I've driven at all in six months because we haven't really needed to. If we went anywhere, we were together. So I guess I just drove by default. Yeah. Um, and we didn't really, we haven't really gone anywhere Mm-mm. besides like going to get coffee or going for a drive or whatever, but uh, I haven't driven anywhere by myself. I'm sure I would have anxiety if I tried to do that, but um, what about you? Uh, Well, talking about it, 
definitely brings it on. Okay, well, I guess talking <laughs> no. about it, yeah. Because uh, it just, well, that, so I guess the way I cope with it is I, my anxiety was so, like, performance-based, and so when I, when, obviously, we had to be in quarantine for a while, it was like, okay, pressure's off. I don't have to do anything. No one's going to be, I'm not under any pressure to do anything. Well, and it was, yeah, I don't know. I honestly don't know. But all I know is that like the, when I can make the stakes the lowest, where like there's no importance on anything, it's probably why I'm so like a nothing matters kind of guy. It's more of a coping mechanism for that kind of stuff. Which you can't go too far into that because then it's like you'll you'll run into depression. So it's like a balancing act. But yeah, it's just like. I try not to like think about it, I guess. Sometimes I will wake up and I will just feel anxious like instantly yeah. when I wake up. And I can feel like, oh, this day I'm going to be like just anxious all day for no reason. My coping mechanisms are not like the healthy way to go about it. You're supposed to sort of face these things and use techniques like breathing or meditation or anything to that effect. And even if it's extreme, you have to use medication in some cases, and that's perfectly fine, too. Um, but my coping mechanisms are like try to be as present as possible, which for me means like try not to think about anything that's happened or anything that's coming up, you know, like just... Mm-hmm. Because I used to try to hold in my head, like, everything I was going to have to do for the day and kind of, like, keep rattling it off and almost, like, have, almost try to be doing it all at once, even though it should be step one and then to the next, on to the next. It was, like, I can't do it that way. I have to keep them all in my mind at the same time. And then that would expand to, like, well, not just today or not just at work, but at work and at home. And then tomorrow, too. So I would be doing something on Tuesday and anticipating what I was going to be having to do Wednesday and then Thursday. And then all of a sudden I've got the entire week. I'm trying to hold it in my head and it's all present now, instead of it being like two days from now, like this thing on Thursday, I know I'm going to have to do is right now. I'm I'm trying to deal with it on a a Monday morning and you can't deal with it because it doesn't come up until Thursday. So it's just kind of like dread. So I try to stay, I guess just like dumb, dumb myself down numb myself almost to not really thinking about anything past or present that helps although that's not really the right way to do it and then try to just stay physically comfortable like I used to be so revved up with anxiety that I would never take my clothes off like I'd come home from work and just stay shoes on same dirty sweaty clothes Uh uh-huh and you'd be like pacing the house. Yes. And then I'd be like, cause I'm still like in my work stuff and I know I have to go back tomorrow. So I don't, why even bother? Let me, let's just go back now. I remember feeling like a seven thirty on a Tuesday night being like, I just want to go back to work right now just so I can get tomorrow's stuff over with. Cause it's just weighing on me. And now I come home. I, I, before I even come in the house, I go in the garage. I take off those work clothes, shoes, everything, go in the house, put on like, a pair of shorts and a t-shirt optional just be as comfortable as possible make it feel like there's no stakes there's nothing on the horizon and that helps a ton i don't know how 
sustainable that is, but it's helping now. So I guess just to like minimize what's on your plate for one, even if you know kind of subconsciously there's some stuff coming up, like just find ways to clear your mind of it. And that's probably with meditation or breathing. And I guess it's what I'm doing right now is avoidant, which I guess that's been a theme in a lot of my self care is like avoidant and it gets me through. Um, and I guess I'm hoping that I do that long enough until like we're in a different place in life. And then I won't have these things that cause the anxiety, like all the stressors, but a lot of it was caused by like wanting to be diff- somewhere different, being someone different, want to be doing something different, want to accomplish place in something. Life with what do you mean? Uh, like making more money at a different job with oh. a different reputation, with different people. You know, like oh, I want to be accomplishing or achieving this stuff, and I'm never going to. Ah, uh, how do I do it now? I don't have 20 years to build a career. Well, we could move. Wink, yeah, but that wink. would that would just take me further from those things. No. Um, so now I've just kind of like given up on needing to do those things and just like enjoy them as sort of a daydream or like a weekend thing. And when I started doing that, actually, as I started actually being more productive in those things, when I stopped thinking them, thinking of them, like writing a movie or writing music, uh, which are just asinine to assume you're ever going to do those things. But when I st- kind of gave you can up on do it, whatever and you want, just put your mind to it. When you kind of, when I kind of just put it out of my mind, like, Oh, well those things are never going to happen, but I can just think about them and do them like f- just for the fun of it. And like kind of pretend, you know, like it's still mm-hmm. kind of fun to do make believe sometimes. So it was kind of like just a make believe thing in my head. And I ended up actually doing it finally not assuming anything would come of it, just going like, oh, this is for my own self gratification, I guess. And that's it. I don't need it to be anything else. So again, I guess that goes back to like lowering stakes, but that's sort of from like a philosophical perspective on like a real life situation where like you're dealing one-on-one with things that are actually causing anxiety you have to stick to breathing. It's got to be like slow, deep breaths, even a, a, a technique called box breathing where it's a four, four seconds inhale and then you hold for four seconds, four seconds out and hold for four seconds. And just that, it activates something. I forget all the big words. I'm so sorry. You can Google it, box breathing technique for anxiety. Mm-hmm. It will seriously calm you and soothe you if you do it a few times, maybe a few minutes even. And there's plenty of apps as well that like help deal with these things. So any sort of coping mechanism, I would encourage you if you're dealing with it, just Google the hell out of it and find stuff you can do from home. Uh, It's awkward and uncomfortable to see a specialist, a therapist, whatever, but it does help, especially if you can get in touch with the right one. Right. Um, And then the initial awkwardness and honestly, the headache of kind of trying to find the right person. But once Once you you get going and, you know, it's just getting over that hump and then it could be really helpful. And key thing is if you go that route and you find someone and they end up not being someone that you're comfortable with, do not continue to see them. No, don't waste your time. You just got to say, I need someone else. I continued to see the person that was not, who was not really working for me and it didn't 
it just set me back a lot. So yeah. I don't know if that answers the question, but. I think that was pretty good. You have another question? I have um, two more questions. Okay. This is a light one. How do you pick the girls' names? Oh, um. Well, well, if I had my wallet with me right now, I feel bad because I only have this for one of the girls. <laughs> a lot of it is just we, the first child. Sorry. Yeah. We Sorry, were just, second child. Um, we were going through a ton of names. Mm-hmm. What are some of the names we had? For Blake, it was um, Reagan was a really big one. Yeah. Reagan. Jane. Morgan. I think Molly even. June. Penny. Among others. I think we even considered Kate. And yeah, and I, I don't think I liked that one. And we had them written down on a sheet of paper, and then we'd kind of like over time start eliminating ones that were like, nah, that's not going to stick. And then we were down to like two or three, and then we put it, uh, we took it to the crowdsourcing, and we asked people which one they liked the most, and people. Everybody seemed to like Blake the most. And uh, we're like, okay, that's it. Because we were kind of leaning towards that anyways. Now, I remember we, that with the middle name. Yeah, I don't know. I know we wanted... It was really Penny from the beginning. And yeah. then we kind of knew somebody half-heartedly that they had a kid before us and named her Penny. And he was like, well... It's kind of one of those things, wh- which looking back owns, at it, so stupid. Nobody name your owns kid the what name. you want to name your kid. But we didn't want to be like, oh, you're just trying to copy them. Yeah, which was dumb. But, I mean, Blake. It's cool. I, I pretty like I pretty uh, like it. Uh, oh, Jesus. A, an acquaintance, kind of a guy I know, his wife's name was Blake. And I had never heard of the actress Blake Lively yet. What? I hadn't. That's I'd never lie. heard the name. He's lying. And he so knew when the I, face. He when didn't I know the met name. him... Uh, I right before I had met his wife, I had seen the name Blake written down somewhere. Oh, it was like in the names book for the girls' names. And I was like, oh, I'd never heard that name for a girl before. And then like two weeks later, I met his wife because he was like a recording engineer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, that's so funny. I just um, saw that name in a book for girls. And I was like, I like this one. And I brought it to you. And you're like, yeah, I like that too. Blake Lively. And I was like, I'm sure Blake she will. Lively? I'm sure she will be <laughs> very lively, but you're like, no, the actress. And I was like, well, I don't know. And then with all of it was kind of the other names from the first time got recycled along yeah. with a few other ones. And we were also thinking about um It was Charlotte, basically the same one. Scarlet. Scarlet, yeah. Charlotte too. Charlotte. Not like Scarlet though. What? Scarlet was more than I don't think Charlotte really. Scarlet for sure. Okay, well, and then we picked Olive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and a lot of people ask me if it's a family name, Olive. Why does that mean you think it sucks? No, I think because it, it's it's like an older name. Yeah, well, so. Blake is more of an Olive and Olive's more of a Blake, but, you know, we can't switch that around, so. Let's try and see what happens. <laughs> when I was a kid, my friend had a younger sister named Jasmine. Uh huh. And around four times. or five years old, I went over to his house to spend the night one weekend, and I said, "Hi, Jasmine." And she said, "My name's April." <laughs> so I went into the kitchen and asked his mom, "What's this about?" Oh, we changed her name to April. <laughs> well, there you go. They, uh, yeah, they legally changed her name to April because she said, "I don't like the name Jasmine." 
Was she getting made fun of? Was this uh, around Aladdin time? It was after that, but well, so it whatever. could have been. If but she wants it's April so weird to like make April. fun of somebody with with a thing that's not an insult. Right. It's like, oh, you're Jasmine, like from Aladdin. What? Well, that's not an insult. So sure, but you're saying it like it is. And also, Jasmine is rice a flower. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, Jasmine rice. Yeah, it's a cool name, but she didn't like it. So, but the thing that was kind of weird was like they all got upset with me when I called her Jasmine again an hour later. It's like, okay, it's been four years of Jasmine. I've had two hours to adapt to the new name. Can you guys cut me a break? And can we go out on that uh, giant trampoline again? That was a good time. That was fun. Okay, um, lovely. Here's the last question. And guys, it's the. It's the last question. It's the last question. Um, advice on a healthy, happy marriage. Hmm. Hmm. Do you guys have any? Do we not? <laughs> You're such a dick. Um, wow. So He's much so depends. silent. He doesn't even know. It so much depends on what you want. Like, you might look at our marriage and say happy and healthy, and someone else might see it and go, ooh, I would never want my relationship to be like that. So for our relationship <laughs> is, um, you are too, I'm not, you're well, taking these pauses. I think there's a lot of people who are very much like, I want, they keep like separated still, you know, like I've heard a lot of people who've been married for a long time. Like I've never heard her fart or like she poops at the other end of the house. I've never been around other when this happens. I'm like, house. I haven't closed the door in the bathroom <laughs> Well, actually, I have to you now. You always do. I have to now. And I now. always say, leave the door open because the kids always want something. I have to now because of the from kids. From both of us? Yeah. Well, they just don't want me in there. Well, they always ask, where are you? And I, and I always tell them he's in the bathroom because you're always in the bathroom. I could be sitting on the couch for two hours. They're not want me. So now they go in the bathroom. Where do you go? <laughs> they just want to the know bathroom. where you are. And then they'll are. come in there. Or if I've locked the door, they just pound on the door until <clears> I open <throat> it. And they're like, what are you doing? Okay, but well, I'm going to the bathroom. Healthy, happy marriage. Advice? Um, Do you think we have a healthy, happy marriage? I think so. I think so, too. But and someone might see it and go, you guys are really unhealthy because you don't have, like, boundaries or something. But it works for us. Yes. But it works so still far. Alive. There's people who've been married as long as us who I see them, and I know that they are, they're not close like it's like he's got his life and i've got mine and we still kind of like on that i don't like i said in past episodes i'm not on that at all like so you're not about that some people might think that that's more healthy i don't know or more happy it really just depends on what works for you and your relationship and you know that you have with your partner and what you're comfortable with we are attached to the hip <laughs> yeah it's just kind of like we always have been though we've been together for what 15 years yeah and i guess i don't really know the math we have been 15 years we've been 13 no it's been like 15 years that we've been together we've been married for 11 or 12 or something so it's been 14 years. Hey, you know what? It's give and take. 
counting it doesn't matter because it's not like it really be doesn't matter. But number. I just round it to fifteen because it's just easier to say. Oh, okay. Well, fourteen, whatever. It's the same fucking. My main thing. advice would be never keep score. I did the dishes four times this week. I took out the trash because we're always focused on ourselves first, right? So, and I've been guilty of this so many times. That's why I'm saying it. It's not because I'm a good practicer of it. I'm always keeping score. Like, I know exactly how much I did and how much I think (laughs) you did. And then every time I start to feel resentment or feel like, hey, I'm doing more, more than you are, or like I'm pulling your weight, I am uh, humbled by realizing that you did 20 things I didn't see. Thank you. So don't keep score. And that goes with everything, especially when you have yeah. kids too. I, I fed the baby twice last night. What? Well, you can see that as like you did more. Or you can see it as you had two more opportunities to, uh, you know, be with your newborn baby or whatever in that moment, which you'll never have back again. So... Every time you think you've done 10 things and they've done five, just assume there's five things they've done you didn't see. And even if there isn't, even if you did do twice as much around the house that week or they weren't pulling their weight, so to speak, that week, well, maybe they're going through something. Um, Or maybe it doesn't matter because, like, knowing that you've done more and – the, what 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 good's gonna come from being like hey from being mad about that or something i guess it's I, just it, even if you are right and uh-huh. you've done way more and you've been busting your ass around the house or whatever and you're doing all the emotional lifting whatever that week or for however long i mean if it becomes a true issue then you have to communicate that's the other main thing is to always be communicating and always be as honest as possible Maybe you don't want to be like, I'm fucking furious with you right now. Maybe just be like, I'm upset. <laughs> like, dial it down a notch, you know? We've done both, though. Yeah, but always try to be kind and with your words and um, always be trying to solve the problem, not win a fight. Instead of trying to win an argument, trying to resolve an issue together. Mm-hmm. What can I do? Not you did this, but yeah, sure. You're going to say that when you're arguing, but be like, what, what needs to be different? Like, what did I do wrong? What can I, how would you like me to be? And then hopefully you, when you extend that olive branch, you'll get it back. Like, and well, then what can I do? And then you can make your piece. Hopefully it works that way, but it requires both parties to be willing to kind of take the loss or not get that slam dunk. Yeah. Which is hard to do initially. It is. But yeah, don't keep score. Even if you that are doing more work. Harbor like, a ton of resentment. Yes. If you do just that. just tell yourself Not good. we're doing equal because it'll only benefit you. Yeah, maybe you're maybe you, it's true that you're not doing as much, but do you wanna be right or do you wanna be happy? Now my first answer is I wanna be right. I think but that that wrong. happened a lot with us in the beginning with kids especially. I um, felt like, hey, I'm doing everything. Well, yeah, you were doing everything. But when you were gone, I was doing everything with the kids. And right. a lot of times it it got um, you were, you know, saying that I, I wasn't 
holding my weight or whatever. You didn't say those exact words, but, you know, with shit around the house. But this was happening when, like, Blake was right in, like, the thick of, like, therapy. So I was doing that all day. Like, when you were gone, yeah, that's what I was doing. So I didn't even have time to do anything else. My parents had to watch Olive when I was doing that because I had to be in on every session from 8 or... No, it's um, from 9 to 5.30 every single day. So That's why I said always assume that they're doing 10 things right. you haven't seen. Yeah. Or, yes, and, and so when I come home from work um, and, like, stuff isn't done, it's, like, obviously she's been here doing things all day as well. I've been gone all day doing stuff, but she hasn't been sitting waiting for me to get home. So... This is one of the things that I couldn't get done. And now and we're both what? home. And sometimes now it's a clean I, slate. Sometimes I was just sitting, but I needed to. That's what I'm saying, too. Right. Like, okay, maybe we don't know what's going on internally today. We're not just robots completing tasks all day. Mm-hmm. So it's always better to do more. And if you feel like you're not being appreciated for it, you can talk about that. Yeah. But always do more and assume you're going to get appreciated, you know, mm-hmm. rewarded later. I don't know. You perverts can figure that out yourself. Whoa. Or just to know that like, Hey, this is, I'm sure I contributed to this mess somehow that I'm not aware of. Oh, right. And I just pick it up. So don't keep score. Communicate. Um, Be honest. Yeah, of course. Honest. I think like having a sense of humor and everything has helped a lot too. Yeah. You know? Well, and yes, that's well, good. And that's kind of like self-explanatory. Yes. Well, some people forget that, you know? And I think that that kind of helps with every situation. Especially, you know, some people would say that the situation we're in is hard, which it is. But I think, like, <laughs> just um, finding, like, the funny in everything, it makes things better, too. I don't know. Plus, like... I don't want to spend my time arguing with you about stupid shit. So a lot of things, if something is bothering me, I will eat it, but I won't hold resentment f- towards you for it. You know what I mean? Or if if I want something done, sometimes I'll just do it myself, but I'm not going to feel resentment for towards you because you didn't do it. Yeah. I'll just do it myself and then we'll move on. And same thing. And so that thing that you wanted done that you hoped I would do that you just did yourself, I never saw that. Right. And I do the same thing all the time too. I was like, why is this still like this? Okay, all I'll the just time. I'll just do it. Well, yeah, like just do the dishes. The dishes were in the sink yesterday and they're there today. Oh, well then the dishes need to be done. Yeah. Just do them. Like who Somebody do them. And then just move on. Throw on a podcast and do the dishes. Like, okay, it it doesn't matter. Like, I'd rather have balance here and be appreciated for for the work I've done. And if you're not getting appreciated, then, you know, those are other issues. You have to communicate then back to square two. Are we going in circles? That's the fourth and final thing. Go in circles. Go in circles. And uh, go in circles and just get really frustrated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you will be on the right path. Um, 
that was basically the last question. Somebody else said last week's episode was bomb. I love hearing about mental health stuff. You guys are killing it. Then why are numbers going down? Can you I'm, answer I'm me that? I'm glad somebody <laughs> Just people are, were enjoying that because I... I like talking about it. I hate when I talk about it because I just feel like I'm missing the mark. No, I think it's very interesting when you talk about it, and I think people like hearing what you have I'm to say. I'm not saying anything that I want to be saying well, like, you're... coherently. Well, just kind of like, no, that wasn't it. That was a dummy's attempt at trying to say it. But there are people saying that that's not true. So, well, clearly they've been put up to that. <laughs> uh, They're getting paid to say these things. So. Back to Hunger Games, they're trying to convince... I know, I think I realized you already put this on your Instagram. Okay, I did. Um, and okay, well, you got my quote wrong. You misquoted me. I know. I couldn't remember it, and I was going to ask you, and I just was like, ah, fuck it. Or in what world would a Joss Hutcherson compete with a Hemsworth brother? <laughs> yeah. No offense, Josh Hutcherson. We all fall short. But uh, We all fall short. Yeah, and if you don't know what we're talking about, just watch The Hunger Games because there's a little love triangle. And that was the last bit of the shit. So do you have anything to say about that? Yeah, uh, I'm in a bit of a situation with a shit of a bitch who's hating. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, do you want to touch on your... That's private. Colonoscopy that you had done. Oh, the second keep it we'll keep we'll wrap it up really quick with this because it's um funny is it well no it was probably terrifying for you <laughs> it wasn't terrifying it was just a well, you waste said of they, time you said that they didn't know what the hell was going on and you're oh about they to go were just under. acting like there wasn't a person laying there about to be operate <laughs> not operated on but it was just kind of like can you get that that's the wrong one i hate when she does it like this i was like guys do you want me to leave should I go? I'm laying here naked under a blanket. I'm about to have a camera rammed up my ass. And his whole thing, he just didn't want anyone to see his penis. Yeah, like, there's going to be a lot of questions when okay. I wake up. Like, is that you've been seen, scientifically you've seen, examined with a magnifying glass? People have seen your penis before, like, when they did your vasectomy. Yeah, and I'm sure they're talking about it right now to this day. Like, I've <laughs> never. Just, they're eating dinner. Oh, my gosh, you remember that one guy? Yeah, with the baby's penis. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the vasectomy was the worst. The guy like had I me laying there cannot. and then he left the room and there was a nurse just standing there. Oh, I'll be right back. Did she say words? No. No words were said. Like after a couple was minutes, she, she was you? like, yes, she was like standing right over my groin. Was she like getting stuff ready? She was just kind of like shifting the, the sheet around and after like a minute <laughs> and a half, she <laughs> went like, he'll be right back. I went, just, just bring... Whatever, just shoot me, whatever please. Whatever medicine you have back there that will end my life, inject it because <laughs> this is the worst. Also, it's freezing in here. <laughs> what? So, uh, no, they, uh, this, I got the results back. Second worst results you could ask for. The first one is obviously you have cancer. The mm -hmm. second one is everything's fine. <laughs> okay, great. So, why do I feel awful? I told him he needs to, like, go get a second opinion. And if you don't do that, I will murder you. Well, I have a follow-up appointment with him in a couple weeks. So we'll find out what's going on then. That's it. That's not worth talking about. Nope. But it had to be said. 
It had to be dread. It had to be you. Mm. Uh, Marla Hooch. Hooch. <laughs> All right. We're idiots. That should wrap up this week. I think it was real bad in the beginning. My and head it just wasn't got in worse. It. Yes, worse I was very distracted. I'm so sorry. You guys have been cool for continuing to listen, and we've been bad for not getting better. We're always bad. We suck. We will leave you with this. Wild.